Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of For Fantasy Purposes Only, where I, the Oracle, do my best and everything that I possibly can to lead you, ladies and gentlemen, into fantasy sweetness, which is the championship, taking home that prize money, and having bragging rights for a whole year. It feels so good. It feels so, so good to me. Ow! Alrighty, y'all. Now, I know a lot of y'all have been following the show. You've been listening episode to episode every week. I truly feel that way. I truly feel like you guys are either waiting for me to fail or some are waiting for me to succeed. I'm not quite really sure, but I'm sure it's probably about a 50-50 split at this point. This being my rookie year and people, you probably want to really see if I can win a championship. Um, I'm sure that is the case. So um, what I'm going to say to that is uh, I have one crucial loss this week. Uh, but in the rest of my leagues, I... Uh, Doing pretty good. I'm still in a playoff picture. Team is looking like it could possibly be coming together pretty sh- soon in the near future. Uh, with Todd, man, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I wait kind of later. In, excuse me. That I waited later in the week to do this episode because, man, it was some trades that went down today. And we, as a family, a unit, uh, army, whatever what kind of team we are, whatever you want to call it, we need to come together and we need to try to make sense of how all this affects the fantasy world. So we got to just dig down deep into it. Like I said, I'm at a bit of a crossroads. Only because my crossroads is, 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 you never know when it's the right time to do the right thing. And I've come to that juncture of my, my career in fantasy for the year, I guess. And I am sitting at a 710 split. Because I'm just so torn. I'm just so torn. I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. (sighs) Like I said, we didn't want to use our number one waiver. We still really don't have to. We won a couple of games. But I just feel like it's some for show, for show money now. I feel like this is what we've been waiting on. Here it is. It has happened. And now it's time for us to make a choice. And for me, I'm not going to speak too much on your league. But I'm going to say for me, it's either to continue to stream quarterbacks. and Because I'm number one in wavering all my leagues. I'm number one. So I'm going after somebody this week. And hopefully I can earn my way into the playoffs and pick up somebody late in the year in the playoffs that can help bounce me to the top as well. 
Always looking for that opportunity. Never sleep, never sleep. But we, oh man, because I have Jameis Winston and like pretty much, and like in like the three leagues that I don't have Jameis Winston, I think those other leagues, I'm definitely going to go after Corden Sutton. Like, I got Mitch Trubisky in one league. I got uh, Andy Dalton in another league. I got Jerry Goff in one league. I think, I think as far as those leagues go, it is safe for me to go for Corden Sutton. So, but in the leagues that I don't have, do I go after Fitzpatrick? Do I do I hope that nobody placed him on the waivers, even though I know? And see, that's another thing that hurts me is because I had Fitzpatrick. I had him. I had him. And then I dropped him for Jameis. And then now I'm supposed to pick him back up again? Man, the boy has been throwing some major, major yardage, bruh. But I'm thinking, like, in a few of these leagues, I can still go for Corden Sutton, even though I have Jameis uh, Winston. A, a contingent strategy, I guess, would be if I go for Corden Sutton. Because I'm, I'm not going to say I'm big on Corden Sutton, but I just, man, like, when I went to the fantasy football convention over the summer in Fort Worth, this dude was so tall and so lanky and arms were so long and his calves are the, probably the most biggest, memorablest calves I've seen in my whole life. And this guy is like, he's not like bird chest, but it's like, man, it's kind of weird. And he's so lanky, but he still kind of bends his knees a little bit when he walks. It's crazy. He's like, bro, you're already taller than everybody. You don't need to insult everybody by bending your knees to come down to the regular people and still be outrageously taller than everybody else. It was really the thoughts that were going in my head when I saw this guy. And now that Demarius Thomas has, I'm not going to lie to y'all, Thursday night, I don't know. Man, this is a super-duper pro tip right here. But I promise I will give y'all all the good. So it's a super duper pro tip for Yahoo. I'm not really sure if this quite works for ESPN or any other uh, format. But I do know for Yahoo that on Thursday nights, whoever plays on Thursday nights, they don't go in to the waiver until the Sunday along with everybody else. So if somebody is playing Thursday night and somebody happens to get hurt, you can are still are available to pick that person up during the game, even though they're playing. So I used this strategy for Will Fuller and end up picking up uh, CCQT in a few leagues. So I had him, but with the Marius Thomas going to Houston, I feel like QT's value is only going to be good for this week. And then once they go into the bye week, they'll probably start incorporating uh, Demarius Thomas a little more. But I still think, man, they can call some really good plays for CCQT, so I'm still feeling pretty good about him. 
Oh, man, I can't believe Demarius Thomas is a Texan. That's like full circle, man, from my first year in fantasy football where I picked him number one overall, and everybody completely laughed. I mean, he finished the league top five that year, about five, well, yeah, about five years ago. He talked like five, top five in receivings and receptions and everything. So, but dang, to see it come full circle and for him to come to my team in Houston is so, man, that's so amazing, which makes me feel like not only are we going to get him all this year, but we probably have him for next year too. So that would be kind of fun as a Texans fan to see how that all pans out with these wide receivers because, boy, do we have some good with that freaking boy, Deshaun Watson. The boy is good. (laughs) The boy is good. The boy is good. That's for Deshaun Watson. Now on to the next. Oh man, do I go for? Okay, yeah, okay. This is gonna be a backup plan. I'm gonna go for Corden Sutton. And I'm going to hope that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not on waivers, which he probably will be. But maybe if I could pick up a EJ, a DJ Moore, or David Moore, excuse me, who's had a touchdown at least in his past three games. He's like a big player, though. They ain't got Doug Baldwin in there. And I'm also looking at Cole Beasley as well. See, that's why I'm also thinking, should I just get my, should I just get the quarterback? I know what he can do. Or do I go for somebody else? What do I do? I just don't know, y'all. I wish I could look into a crystal ball and give y'all the answer right now, but I really don't know who to go for. Like I, like what logic tells me is in a lot of my leagues, my wide receivers have been my, my running backs are hopefully of Leonard Fournette. <laughs> but I'm thinking in this one league, like I have nothing. Well, really in all my leagues, I have nothing but wide receivers and running backs. My running backs are pretty icy. James Conner, you know, Aaron Jones, Jordan Howard. Still got Leonard Fournette coming back, you know what I mean? So I'm not really worried about that. But see, what I'm worried about is this wide receiver. I mean, I got Tyreek Hill. I got Alshon Jeffries, who's been amazing. He's had two under undervalued games, but that's fine. And then I feel like even if I don't get uh, Larry Fitzgerald, at least I get Chris Godwin. And it seems like he has like a touchdown every game. That, yeah, touchdown, touchdown. And he had the targets. Okay. Not in that fourth game, he didn't. But he's still been pretty ballerific. And that's why I say, even as a, for me, as a consolation, I get Corden Sutton. Uh, I get Corden Sutton. And hopefully him and Tyreek Hill. I mean, in this league, somebody dropped Larry Fitzgerald for some strange reason. 
Well, I can't say that because I dropped Marvin Jones in two leagues. Oh, my gosh. Why did I do that? I dropped Marvin Jones in two leagues, and then he goes off and Golden Tate gets traded. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was so bad. That was so bad of me to do that. I swear. I swear I didn't know. I swear I'm sorry. Oh, man. I got to get him back now. Dang it. But we got some other good people. We got some Devontae Parkers. We got Devontae Parkers. We got Devontae Parkers. But it's okay. Sorry for that noise, everyone. That was the door opening and shutting. Okay, so I got to go back for Marvin Jones. I just have to do it. I can't believe I dropped him. It's okay. And I'm just going to have to hope everybody else is just still here. It still got pretty good in this one. Still got Devontae Parker. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. The RB5. The boy has been balling. The boy has done everything I thought he would do, man. But I'm still at a crossroads. I'm still there. I still just don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I gotta go back and get Marvin Jones in this league. This is that's for sure. That's like a no brainer almost. Uh also uh with Budgetbacali gone, I think TJ Jones is probably gonna be a great addition uh for the Detroit Lions. I think since uh, Matt Stafford averaged the most pass attempts than any quarterback per game ever, I think he's going to throw the ball, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Marvin Jones will probably start getting a double team, and Galladay could definitely beat anybody down the field, over the top, 50-50 balls, and outrun, and stiff arm you. Oh, man. So I think those two are going to be very hard to handle. So I'm thinking TJ Jones is definitely somebody you need to keep your eyes on. That's just me. Oh, man, what do I do? What do I I just, I'm looking for the one. I need the one. Like with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know if I'm getting Ryan Pickspatrick or I'm getting Ryan Fitzmagic. I don't know. But I'm thinking with Corden Sutton, it seems like to me, Case Keenum 
is throwing the ball at least 32 times a game, 30 to 32 times a game. He's throwing it. So with Corden Sutton climbing up there, he's going from four to six targets a game. Yeah, it looks like to me he's consistently got like four to six. He's got three there, six there, six there, four there. Okay, so consistent four to six. He's got three targets in two games. Okay, we're going to say four to six. So he's getting about four to six targets now. He probably gets six to ten targets. Uh, with, uh, with Demarius Thomas gone now. So I'm thinking he's definitely a red zone target. He's definitely an over the top guy. Uh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get a nice grasp of what he maybe can do. I definitely think that four to, I mean, six to ten targets are coming in his way on average a game. Uh, he doesn't look like a big yard guy, though. He looks like a check down kind of a guy. But he's definitely a red zone, red zone threat for sure. I'm seeing about six to ten targets, about 60 to 80 yards with the possible TD. So at best case scenario, he'll have 10 catches for about 80 yards and one or two touchdowns, which comes out to about 24, 25. I mean, 24 to about 38 points. This is is ceiling and maybe like a low, low. Hopefully he doesn't get any lower than this projection from the Oracle would be six catches for about 40 to 60 yards, which is about 10 to 12 points with maybe possibly a pot, another possible touchdown. But if not, did six catches for 40 yards, 10 points is probably his, his floor. So his window is probably looking from about 10 to 30. 10 to 30 points. I know that's a big window, but... That's, that's about as close as I could get it. That's worst case, best case. Worst case, best case. Uh, man. And, and the only reason I'm just considering him is because my receivers have been exposed in some of my league. I just can't get in a good rhythm with my, well, really with my running backs either, but I feel like I'm doing a better job on that than my wide receivers which I guess is our fault because we value running backs and now they're all bagged and now they're all healthy, but there's really nobody you could really trade with because they're not going to trade. Like, I want to trade up. I don't want to trade for equal value. I want to take two players off my bench and I want to trade them into a wide receiver one or a wide, a wide receiver one or a running back one and just leave them in. That's what I want to do. Another good decision I feel good about. Let's move on from that. Yes, yes. Aaron Jones. I was tempted. Well, I did drop him, but I picked him up last week as well. Looks like he's going to be getting a few more touches, my friend. Let's see how many Ty Montgomery was getting. 
Man, that boy Ty Montgomery had a fumble and got traded. Dang, that's cold, bro. That's cold, bro. That's all I can say. Let's see. Oh, man. Oh, he mad because he only had three, four, four, four touches. Well, he had three touches. He had one look, but he had one attempt. But that's about four. And he had a fumble loss. Oh. Yeah, man. So that's about four more touches. So Aaron. Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is the, the he's legitly the number one now. I don't know what it was, but it was like a thing going on with him and Ty Montgomery. Like not even with Jamal Williams, with Ty Montgomery about how he could catch the ball and he's a playmaker. Blah blah blah. They trade him two weeks later. <laughs> they trade him two weeks later. Okay, yeah, and Jamal Williams only got six, five looks. So Aaron Jones, definitely. That worked out for us. Hopefully that works out for us quite nicely. He stays healthy. I think he's a home run hitter too, man. He could get into that end zone. Uh, and then we got Jordan Howard. I need to just... uh. I'm trying to oracle myself to these wins. It's not easy. Not easy. Oh, in my pro league, I lost by three. Oh, that hurt, that hurt so bad. That hurt really, really, really bad. I think that would be, man, but I'm more court excited. Like, I'm, like, what if he's banging for, what if he gets me 50 points one day and I need those? For, or, well, I ain't going to say 50, but maybe like 42 or 38, really, maybe like 36, 38 points. What if he hits that on like a week? I just need him, and he does it, and everything is good. I get one win closer to the goal of winning a championship. But then I can't just keep streaming quarterbacks. I've been streaming quarterbacks all year long, man. But I still think it's some pretty good ones still. I don't think Derek Carr is the worst choice as far as streaming. You know, maybe he might give you a zero game, or maybe he might give you a 25, 30-point game. It shows here. Uh, Case Keenum, I think, is a little bit more even on the Richter scale. He seems to be around the 15, or, yeah, about the 15 to 17 area. He's got, like, three bus games, but he looks to be about the 15 to 17 area. Who knows, without the Marius Thomas, who has the most drops, or maybe the second most. I think he has the most drops this year. Maybe somebody on the Texans. It was somebody else I heard had the most drops. Maybe it was the Marius Thomas was number two and somebody else was number one. But the most drops, oh, maybe it was it Amari Cooper? Maybe. But uh, so maybe Case Keenum doesn't have that. He's throwing it. 30 times a game. Oh, he should see an increase in targets. Cordis Sutton, the boy should, I think. 
So I don't I don't think he would be a bad choice either, him or Derek Carr. If we're if we're playing the stream game versus somebody I could have long term. But I mean I really can't do this game. That's another thing too. Like I play Jameis Winston, I play uh Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it seems to me that every time I play either or, it's just hard, man, because they get benched, and I really be needing to win those games. I mean, luckily, I won all the games I had uh, James Winston in, or played James Winston, and he was still available. But... I can't do this thing where they get benched and then the next one's up and then the next one's up. I need some consistency in there, man. I need some consistency. That's why I need. I don't need to be worried about that. I need to be worried. I got Tyreek Hill. This week I'm playing QT. Hopefully he's healthy from the injury, hamstring injury. I got James Conner. James Conner. James Conner. James Conner. James Conner. James Conner, James Conner, James Conner. That is my guy. He has far exceeded his value for the year, even if we don't get him another day, which we probably will get him for at least one more week, and then Le'Veon Bell will probably be be back week 10. Man, I'm kind of really so sad right now that they didn't trade him to Green Bay. I thought he was going to go to Green Bay. He didn't go to Green Bay. So now it's really just more awkward for me because I have James Conner. They're going to keep him in there, I think, I do believe. I don't think they'll have Le'Veon Bell on the sideline making the money he's making, $14 million and within a few games. Oh, well, he gave a couple of his checks up. So, I mean, I was still thinking about be making what about seven, eight millions considering they go to the playoffs where he probably could be making another half of a million. I think he kind of knew he would get that money back, but James Conner, he honestly, he has exceeded all expectation. He was only projected for 97 points or excuse me, 98 points. Last year, he only got 14 points total. 32 rush attempts. He only got 14 points total last year. His projection for this year was a little less than 100, and he's gotten us 178. So if James Conner does nothing more for us, we should be very thankful for him. Man, if we could just keep James Conner and Leonard Fournette, hopefully Leonard Fournette can just come back for the rest of the year, be healthy, and just ball out because I have him and I still I drafted him in all my leagues, and I still am had. Oh my goodness, it's just I need my number one, and it's just I just feel bad because I I, I could pick up Melvin Gordon, I could pick up Kareem Hunt, I give it. I could add some of these people. I would have picked up Deontay Foreman as well. Or, excuse me, uh, Deontay Freeman. But he's on the IR. I'm not going to say that where. Okay, I'm not even going to 
overthink it, so I won't even repeat what I was thinking, but I could have had Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Maybe one of these good wide receivers. <laughs> Maybe I could have got Tyree Kill him for a couple of <laughs> But I just need <laughs> I need Leonard Fournette. I need him. I need him. I need him to come off by week, be 100% healthy, remain 100% healthy, and him to be himself and just tear up the defense with about 30, with about 20 to 25 touches. He probably get 25 to 30. Like their season is on the line. Their big star player who pretty much it seems as though he got them there last year has not been there and they want to not take a step back. They want to take a step forward. So they probably might just run him to the ground when he comes back. Injured or not injured, they probably will run him and run him and run him. So you better be aware of that. So that's why I hope he remains healthy and him getting those opportunities should equal Big time return. We're just waiting. We're just waiting. We know what he can do. We know what he can do. We've been getting trade offers for him. We've been rejecting him. He's been in our bench for 10 weeks almost, for nine weeks. Well, maybe not on the bench. Maybe I played him twice. The game, both the games he went out. Oh, man, that first game he was projected to hit 22. He had eight points in the first quarter. He had 41 rushing yards, three catches for 14 in the first quarter. He was well on the way. He was on the way to the top. On the way to the top. Oh, man, and I'm just waiting. Uh, maybe I'm just a fool. I'm just a fool for loving you. <laughs> I really don't love that me that I don't. But well, not like that anyway. Oh, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I have him in all my leagues, just sitting there, and he will be just complimentary. I mean, maybe if James Conner stays or if he goes, I don't know. He's been running the ball too good. Just as I, that's why it's confusing me. Like he was legitimately running the ball just as good as Le'Veon Bell, probably better <laughs> last year up to this point through eight games or eight weeks. He's been running the ball better than Le'Veon Bell, and you can trade Le'Veon Bell to almost anybody, and they would give you anything for Le'Veon Bell. The Jets might have done it. Oh, man. And he didn't get traded. That's what that also is was confusing as well. He didn't get traded. Uh, he's still on the team, so he will be back week 10. And it's going to be awkward. It's going to be very, very awkward for both parties. I really can't believe he didn't get traded this week. He still didn't show up. I just say just keep Connor in there. Hopefully he don't get hurt. We're going to need somebody for the back half. 
Come on, Leonard Fournette. We need you, big bro. We need you, big bro. Big bro, bro. Man, how about James Connor? How about freaking Kenya Drake? Joe Mixon? That's my game. That is my game. That is my guy. That is my guy. That is my guy. Going up against Jeremy's team. That's who I'm going up against. We going to man. We don't. We not gonna think about the playoffs too soon just yet. We gonna try to keep our composure and try to do what's best for the team and see if we can see. That's why I want to get. Corden Sutton, uh, because long-term, I think maybe we will have better long-term success with him. I really don't see if he had more opportunities. Like, the guy is just so big. His arms are so long. His hands are so huge. His calves are so strong. Like, man, he's going to be a great – like, they're probably going to have to double-team either or, and both of them are going to get out there. It can get them the ball. Now, since I've been streaming quarterbacks, and I might as well just keep streaming quarterbacks. <sighs> like, I just have to do it. I have to. Because, uh, you know, we didn't. I mean, honestly, we did undervalue. I had Mitch Trubisky. I pretty much drafted Mitch Trubisky in every single one of my leagues, too. But then those first two games just didn't look good. Fitzpatrick was looking good. And now I'm in this blunder that I'm in because I wasn't patient with the quarterback that I thought had the weapons. But all he had to do was get him to the weapons, and they would do the rest for him. And that has turned out to be true. And I... I drafted him, but I ended up dropping him in all my leagues, and that's the story. But I ended up picking him up in some, picking him back up in a few. But not, not I, dra I drafted him in all of them, and now I'm in trouble. But I think Court Sutton is, is a great addition long term. Maybe uh, we pick up Case Keenum, and maybe he could take us there, keep us on a consistent level, keep hopefully not drop below like 12 points. And hopefully we can find bang somewhere else. We can do it. And still, like I said, we shouldn't think about the playoffs right now, but we definitely should get in a long-term type of uh, uh, urgency. So, we just got to make it happen. Literally, we just have to make it happen. But I see Devontae Parker is here in a couple of leagues as well. I got to go for Gordon Sutton. I just have to go for Gordon Sutton. I got to put Ziggy Ziggy back inky inky right hickey hickey. Ziki! Ziki! I'm probably going to have to play Cord Sutton. Oh, man. I got Eric Ebron on by right now. Dang. Oh, man.
What am I going to do? I didn't even see this. So I got Vince McDonald, so I really can't duck him this week. I was going to duck him. And you just roll with Eric Ebron, but Eric Ebron is on by this week. And it's looking like I pretty much have to pick up Gordon Sutton. Oh, oh, maybe I have to drop Jay Rich. I'm keeping QT, that's for sure. So I'm going to have to put LaShawn LaCoy in my flex here. Richardson is probably going to have to get dropped for QT. And we will have to put Vance McDonald into our TE slot. No big deal. <sighs> I just really, 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 really hope Corden Sutton is the one I've been looking for. I really, 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 really hope he is. Because I'm really, 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 really probably going to need him. Like, it's on the way. It's coming. Oh, man. I'm pretty much, except for my 16-man league, Corden Sutton's already picked up, obviously, in 16-man league. And uh, so I'm going after Fitzpatrick because I've been dealing with the Miami quarterback situation pretty much in that league. So with Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's a plus. And I have Golden Tate and I have Galladay and I have uh, Marvin Jones in my 16-man league just because I knew Matt Stadion would throw the ball and I was hoping if one or either or go off, then I could still win games, which has been the case for the most part. I lost a couple of few Close ones. I guess that's my fault because I didn't put in uh, all three of them. I either had Marvin Jones sitting one week or I had Galladay sitting another week. So my record could definitely be a little better. Uh, but in my 16-man league, still a long road to go. But I picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick because Court Sutton, I believe, is not there. So I think I should see a good increase there. I'm just waiting on my boy Leonard Fournette to come back in on my league. But that is all the information I could try to gather for this week. I hope everybody who's listening has a great week in fantasy. I hope you're wishing for me to have a great week in all my leagues in fantasy. More success to you. More success to me is more success to you. Oh, man, I'm just so appreciative of being able to play this game, at least, at the way I want to play it. And hopefully it bears fruit. Hopefully it's a winning formula. Like, it's been shaky. I feel like I've been in worse positions. Like, I'm right there in the heat. I'm in the thick of things in all my leagues, except for my 16-man league. I'm 13th and uh top eight go but I mean even there I don't even feel like I don't, I haven't looked at the bracket I didn't see who I need to lose who I need to beat I just whoever comes my way I just need to beat them and just need to go on the streak and just get into the playoffs and we don't even have to worry about that so I feel like I'm really in a pretty in the thick of things in all my leagues I just got to get on the win rhythm and hopefully can float it to the playoffs and Dominating the playoffs, of course, of course, of course. So, 
Much success to you. Hopefully, I have much success this next coming week, you guys. All right, you heard it. You heard it here and now that Corden Sutton is the one. I guess we'll just have to stick with our plan of streaming quarterbacks. If you if you have Jameis Winston and you don't have him back up, uh, I'm really Case Keenum. I don't man. I think Case Keenum would be pretty good pickup, but then he has a bye after week ten. So even if nobody picks him up, hopefully nobody notices him. And I'm thinking of going with Derek Carr. Thinking about going with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, I think, would be pretty for for the next few weeks until you know you you decide you want to pick up Case Keenum if he has like a bomb game this week. But sixty-five. Okay, so we're gonna go with Derek Carr just because Derek Carr has more points and he's already been on his bye week. So by the time Case Keenum goes on his bye week, he would definitely have felt a little bit more behind Derek Carr. So we are gonna go with Derek Carr if Ryan Fitzpatrick if Ryan Fitzpatrick is somehow not on waivers and the leagues I need to pick him up. I'm just going to do my happy dance, and that's going to be the end of that. But there it is, you guys. For fantasy purposes only, I'm the Oracle. I promise y'all I'm trying to do everything I can to get y'all these fantasy wins, uh, to gather so much information and then try to give the information in a way that is championship-worthy. So... Let's keep doing it. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep making it happen. Don't slow down. Don't take your I don't care if you're eight and zero right now. Like keep the gas going. That's uh, when when these keep winning in the regular season. Let's make it to the playoffs. Let's win in the playoffs, and then let's get down to. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, you get into the playoffs, it's pretty much a toss up from there. It's it's not gonna be who has the best team. It's gonna be who has the most points at the end of the week. And sometimes, yes, having the best players there and having those people who, you know, can go and get you 40, 50 points, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley type people who can go get you some major points, uh, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner. James Conner, James Conner. You know, people like that who go get you the big points, but, you know, they be projected pretty high and you be wanting them to at least get their projection and they fall short, then you better have a backup player. This is from a guy who was in one of his leagues. I mean, I was pretty much projected to get blown out in all my leagues in the championship round, but I still came up with the win. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) 104 to 140. I never forget that. And I end up winning by 10 points. It was another league where it was like 112 to 132 or 139, maybe even. And I end up beating him 112 to 110. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's whoever, it doesn't matter who has the best team. And that was me going up against, well, I was number two, of course, but he was number one. Uh,. I just want to climb my way back up to the top, baby. Get to the top. 
I ain't gonna say coast through the playoffs, but you know, if you get if you win two, you're winning. You're in the championship round, and you're winning money. You win one, and you lose the next one. Then at least you're playing for something. You know what I mean? Emotionally, you have a third place. Some people just do uh, prizes for first and second. You know, but if you lose the first one, then it's nothing. That's the end of the season. And that's just as bad as, well, okay, maybe it's not just as bad, but it's would kind of, well, okay, maybe it's not kind of like not making the playoffs at all, but you didn't get a chance. So you got to become witty. You got to learn how to make things happen on a short notice and give yourself the best odds to win. So it doesn't even matter who you play, who you thought had the edge over whoever on your team, you could plug in the best person and you could get the most from your team. For fantasy purposes only, I'm the Oracle. Oracle out, mic drop.